0: Hello, everyone. Robbie here. I'm pleased to announce the release of my next novel, Regrowth. Here's a short description.
1: With the world on the brink of collapse, the last thing John expected was a call from the richest man on Earth. Scientist John Matthews is sitting on his couch, locked out of his lab, until he gets a call from Eaton Shaw, the billionaire tech magnate. Shaw is inviting the best and brightest to an underground facility with a simple mission. Save the world. John joins the lab, hoping for a breakthrough on his research. He's attempting the impossible, regrowing limbs in humans. But he's not alone in his quest. The lab is filled with cutting-edge science, working to solve all of humanity's problems. Shaw presses harder and harder for results, even in the face of deformity and mutation, and John begins questioning Shaw's motivations. The lab once a sanctuary, starts to feel like a prison. As John's research spins further and further out of control, the cost is tallied in trauma and blood. Still, Shaw wants more, even as the lab becomes a slaughterhouse. Both John and his research are pushed to the brink. What will be the price for regrowth?
0: Regrowth comes out March twenty first on Amazon. You can pre-order it now from the link in the show description. It's great for fans of Body Horror or Michael Crichton. And I'd love for you to check it out. Hi everybody, this is the Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co host Matt, and we are here to talk about the Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you?
2: I'm fantastic, Robbie. This wonderful episode's uh, perfect contemplations on religious differences. Uh, yeah, I can't keep it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Liam Neeson! I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: I professor. ah. Hmm. Hi, guys. Hello, hello, listeners. Uh, uh, Was it, ladies, gentlemen, those beyond the binary? Hello. We are brought to you (laughs) by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. For only $2 a month, you can get access to all of our bonus content. bunch of 10 gajillion hours of back material you can go listen to right now. If you go support us right there, we really appreciate it. It helps pay for hosting. helps keep the light on. We appreciate all our patrons. This week's episode is The Father, The Son, and The Holy Guest Star. The final episode of Season 16. (sighs) Oh, Finally we're here we made it we made it through season 16 matt
2: uh let's go ahead and look at season 17 oh oh no oh
0: yeah bonfire of the manatees is in season 17 i know no first episode so kiss, kiss bangalore <laughs> uh. okay well let's, let's get, we gotta get through this episode matt before we get to start contemplating okay. the terrors okay. that await us episode uh, gbf an originally on may 15th 2005 written by matt warborton directed by michael polcino received a 5.8 rating with 9.7 million viewers the couch gag the simpsons are depicted as parade balloons that float to the church float to the church float to the i got church on my mind float to the couch the homer balloon ever ends up being popped by snowball Two. not bad not a bad couch gag I don't mind it. It's good. It's interesting. It's funny.
2: It's, it's funny. For, usually at this point, they are all recycled. So, yeah.
0: It's funny. Uh This episode, as I already mentioned, Liam Neeson guest starring as Father Sean, a, a hip Catholic priest in the mold of the hip 60s Catholic priest. Very much. Um, that mold of that character trope. <sighs> um, oh, this episode, um, this episode, is well, <laughs> this episode is well regarded, Matt, among, at least along, among season 16. It's considered one of the better season 16 episodes, if not the best season 16 episode by some.
2: I mean, I will go ahead and say it is, for the most part, uh, well made uh, because like the animation is fine. The sound is fine. Liam does a great job at what he's asked to do. Uh, there is one plot. There is not a B plot, as far as I can remember, and... It is competently executed. The pacing is okay until we get to the end. Once again, endings are something the Simpsons writers just can't seem to do anymore. And, but, oh man, is it dumb.
0: Whew. No, I, Sorry. I'm going to hear Matt. I'm going to, I've been thinking about this all day. I watch this first thing in the morning, literally I wake up, drink my coffee, watch the Simpsons, take notes, record it, edit my clips. I've been thinking about this all day and every all the things i mean i don't pay attention much to the forum the forums anymore they're always like oh it's the best episode ever i love it and i'm like okay that's fine but among people who aren't the forum goers still think this episode's they it's relatively well regarded and i think largely what you said holds true is oh it's one plot it's it, it it sticks to it focuses on a single plot and it it holds true to that and it is largely like it tries here's what i'm going to say it tries to be like a character based thing that comes together in the end and teaches us a lesson i'm going to say that it is built on a it is a house built on sand like this whole thing makes like i, <laughs> you, you, I no can no sense whatsoever i just cannot respect it like for multiple reasons um okay the episode begins with the school putting on a medieval fair. Good news, children. This Friday, we'll be holding a school-wide medieval festival.
3: Medieval? Like Lord of the Rings? No, not at all. No! Can't we just keep going forward in our textbooks? No. Now, I've already assigned each of you a role in the medieval court. Martin, you shall be our king. I shall pattern my reign on Engarand the Seventh, Sire de Cousy. Trello Tralee! Not so fast, Nelson. You're one of King Martin's guards. Ha <laughs> ha! You'll pay for this! My liege? What am I gonna be? Black Knight, Court Ninja? Bart the impaler! Bart, you'll be playing the village cooper. What kind of a knight is that? It's a kind of knight that makes barrels and isn't a knight. Ha! <laughs> oh, my karumba. Well, <laughs> this stinks, but I bet Lisa got something even stupider. Huh?
4: As queen, you shall be entitled to eat the same French fries the teachers do.
3: The ones made from potatoes?
2: The very same. Why would Bart think that Lisa got a crappy job when Martin, the other teacher's pet in the school, gets to be king?
0: Is he dumb? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is the answer. I don't mind, like, all this stuff. I don't mind it. I don't mind the medieval fair stuff. This is... It's fun. Like, this is the best stuff of this episode, frankly, is... Bart is a, a a Cooper, like yeah, he's like this. Medieval makes barrels. Lisa is the queen. Like, we get to see all these all the kids dressed up in different costumes. The jokes are all right. Like potato, po- fries, French fries are actually made from potato. That's good. That's not a bad joke. Um, and it gets right to this medieval fair. We don't get a lot of preamble. Just gets right into it. Um, poor Willie gets rubber cement on his face, and he's becomes like a oh
2: man, uh
0: the the uh, Court jester or whatever he is. He's not a court jester. What is it? Village he? idiot. Village idiot. Which
2: Yeah, and then he's the kids are allowed to pelt him with tomatoes. Like, they, oh,
0: come on. They hit, that's they, that's messed up. They put Willie in a cage and other the kids set him with tomatoes. Uh Otto has a loot solo and then he sets his loot on fire. Don't think they had uh such easily accessible propellants in medieval times, but whatever. Uh Bart brings Lisa a barrel of Drink, I guess I don't know what it is, but they it breaks because I guess Bart literally had to make the barrel, <laughs> yeah, that seems a bit much uh Bart Bart
2: really gets screwed at the beginning of this episode is not only is he giving a boring do nothing job, apparently they make him actually make a barrel, and then Lisa embarrasses him because she's mean I
0: guess in this episode uh and then he gets blamed for Willie's crap, <laughs> yeah Bart. that's the thing about this episode none of these characters are like they just it feels like they just spun a wheel like who would get assigned what role like oh yeah marge is the villain in this episode it doesn't make any sense homer is like the good guy like one of the good is the good parent and bart is the like i can buy bart in this i guess but and Lisa is mean here, but then later on, she's helpful for no real reason. And I don't like they just do things again. Um But Willie is being just they're just being cruel to Willie. So he gets back at them by making a giant pie and putting rats inside of it. Live rats, by the way.
2: Yes, that's um, that.
0: No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any sense man but well what do they are am i supposed to like none of this makes any sense. that's fine whatever uh it's a plot device there's a lot of it there's a lot of plot devices in this episode like much of season 16 lots of just it's just it's a like hey it's these characters you love jumping around like jumping over plot devices it's just a, a hurdles course plot device it's a giant pie plot device he gets expelled plot device there's a it's fine um so, like as as Matt just mentioned, um, Willie finds time to make a giant pie with live rats inside. Uh, it gets it gets cut open by I, Lisa. Does it right? Lisa cuts open the giant pie with rats. Lisa cuts it open. Yes. And then all the giant rats, all the rats escape, and they jump into Millhouse's mouth. Unfortunately. And uh, Because he opened it. That's no the reason. You shouldn't open the mouth because rats will jump inside your mouth? I don't know. Okay. Um, but all this aside, Bart gets blamed for it. You're responsible for this, Simpson.
3: No way. I didn't do it. Unlike all the other stuff I told you I didn't do, which I did.
4: Bart, I'm sick of playing the tom fool. You are hereby expelled from Springfield Elementary. <laughs> Boy, I can't believe you got expelled. Well, don't expect to spend all week lying around on the couch like a bum, because that's my thing.
3: Bart, a school-sponsored medieval festival is supposed to be the best day of a young girl's life, and you ruined it. You deserve to be expelled. I didn't do it. Mom, you believe me, don't you? Bart, I love you, but sometimes I don't love your choices. Now we have to find another school for you.
4: And if you get kicked out of that one, you're going straight in the army. Where you'll be sent straight to America's latest military quagmire. Where will it be? North Korea? Iran? Anything's possible with Commander Cuckoo Bananas in
0: charge. Cuckoo Bananas. Trenchant political
2: insight from The Simpsons.
0: I mean, in 2005, Not bad. Like, I'll give them that. Like, it's something, you know? Like, they are, like... It's something, but the idea of sending a 10-year-old into the army is a little uh, off. I mean, I don't don't know. Killbot Factories. Um, We don't even get, like, there's... All of this is, again, this is all plot devices. is all contrivance. Willie is never mentioned again. They don't even try and get to the bottom of this. They don't care. It is... They just blame They Like, why do they have some... Why did
2: it have to not be Bart? The same episode would have played out exactly the same if it had been Bart.
0: I don't know, Matt, frankly, like it's fa- Like, I don't know. Like there's this episode is not as clever as it thinks it is. Like, so I don't, I don't know. Um, but they need, they need, they need to find a new school for Bart and they choose inevitably. Hence the title, a Catholic school. Bart, this could be a good new school.
3: Oakwood oh, Academy, huh? Mom, that's a school for the blind. Think of the leg up you'd have.
4: How can we afford any of these private schools? They're all so expensive. If we want to throw good money after bad, why don't we just get Grandpa that new pacemaker? I need two double A batteries now. Get them from the smoke detector. What if there's
3: a fire?
4: The smoke will wake us up. How about this one? St. Jerome's Catholic School.
3: Catholic schools are usually the most affordable private schools.
4: Catholic school, eh? That'll straighten you out, boy. There, you don't just get bad grades. You go to hell. Oh, oh, no! Oh, oh, my pacemaker! (laughs) Oh, classic
0: grandpa.
2: Yes, let's throw in a joke about Grandpa dying because his pacemaker runs on double A's and he can't get any of them.
0: What? When did but Grandpa? Can I? When did Grandpa get a pacemaker? When they needed him for that joke. Okay, that is. Uh, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's, it is solely exists for that joke. It's, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, So Bart's going to go to Catholic school, and that and that largely is the plot of this episode. It's like, okay, Bart goes to Catholic right. school. What happens? Um, it takes them the entire first act to get there, but of course you don't really expect anything else at this point because that is the Simpsons' ML. We get the big, we get the thing at the end of the first act that oh, here's the plot. Um, and right before the end of the first act, we get Bart going to Catholic school the first time and introducing himself.
3: Class, we have a new student, Bart. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Bart Simpson. Hi, Karamba. Do the Bart Man, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <coughs> In the old days, we'd use a ruler to deal with incorrigibles like you. Thanks for the history lesson, sis. These days, we use a yardstick. Ah! I'll show you. I'll move thirty-three inches away. A yard's thirty-six. Ah! Oh, now you tell me.
0: That's one way to learn, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say this again. Like, we're gonna. Make, making this a catholic school quite a choice um and they really just settle onto like for most of the jokes it's very much like At catholic schools they like to beat you with rollers and oh there's a lot of irish people there and th- they're very irish you know irish people they drink and they get in fights and they That's are true. catholic and so therefore all the catholic people do is that yep um well, thankfully matt we go to commercial at six minutes and 55 seconds and you get an incredibly long second act i know normally the second acts are really short
2: they have a really long first act and, uh, occasionally a medium length second act and then a you know short third act uh in this case a uh, very long second act a uh, lot lots of stuff happens so uh we see bart get in trouble uh for his you know prank I would say. It's basically his back talk. So the the nun makes him go outside and hold dictionaries up. And of course, during this all, Bart is grumbling to himself. Uh, but along comes
5: Father Sean.
3: Oh, stupid Catholic school. Suffering from my hip attitude. I'm the real Jesus here.
5: <laughs> so, it's sacrilege you're spouting that.
3: What's it to you, Irish?
5: My name's Father Sean. And I used to be an ordinary wee cuss myself. Until one day after a drunken brawl with my dad... <laughs>
4: You're just like your mother. Can't take a punch. Ooh. Ooh.
5: I was laying in the gutter picking up my teeth when St. Peter himself appears before me. John, you wanker," he says, repent of your wicked ways or sod off. Then he gubbed him a face and turned back into a streetlight. And that's how I came to the church.
3: Well, I'm only here because I got blamed for a prank I didn't do.
5: Uh-huh. Call me crazy, but I believe you. You do? Of course I do. You know. Lots of church types started off as rotten wee buggers. St. Augustine himself got to start stealing pears.
3: Stealing pears of what? Hubcaps? Reeboks? Human eyes?
5: It's all in here. See for yourself.
3: So,
2: yes, uh, Bart has found a Catholic person that he likes, a teacher, an authority figure, who gives him a series of comic books that are all about the incredibly bloody nature of Catholic history, uh, which involves a lot of people preaching and then getting killed for said preaching. Which, of course, Bart is totally into because these comic books do not shy away from the blood and gore. I
0: just I want to say that I don't want to skip over the joke that is in that flashback of just like your mother can't take a punch.
2: Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, I thought you were going to say something about the Oh, and then he turned back into a, a light pole.
0: No, I'm fine. But, that yeah. is perfect. That is the best joke in that flashback. The bit where we just like, oh, yeah, my dad, my dad beat me. And my mom, cool, funny joke, not yep. That's not clever. I don't know what to like. Oh, there's a lot of jokes here. They're just that. They are just the not clever thing. It is just like oh, I don't know. It is 2005. It feels like this is the height of edgy comedy, mm-hmm. and, and especially edgy animated comedy. Height of South Park, I think. And I feel like this is just that again. You know, we mentioned before.
2: Yeah, this this is something that happens, so we should be able to laugh at it. When no, we shouldn't be laughing at it. We should be pointing out that it's terrible. You
0: can make better jokes about it. They've made many jokes That's about. That's true. It. They've there there were jo- They've made Irish jokes before that subvert your expectations, subvert the tropes. They did not do that in this episode. No,
2: no. Uh, so back to Bart. Uh, he is in class reading the comics and really, really enjoying it uh because you know again it's super gory and you know the Catholics do not shy away from that sort of thing uh the rest of the family is not as jazzed about uh Catholicism as Bart is uh marge has severe concerns about how many children
0: she's going to have uh which we'll come back later hey matt can i ask uh, i'm going to ask you a question yep i marge is this is not marge i want to say this like at least not they don't like it could be but they don't do any work to make it feel like this is a, like they make it marge centric this this plot could be anybody like this because like they just put these fears on they chose one that's it feels at random who they picked to put make this the antagonist in the family in this case they just oh they just picked the they picked the the
2: one person who might object because lisa is obviously all for freedom of religion homer is the one who gets duped into it later uh and then who's left in the family maggie is maggie going to object
0: to it no so it has to be marge and Like, it's just there's a series of questions. Like, if you take it at face value, it's like, whatever. Sure, it's fine. It's Marge. But Marge is the one who goes, oh, we'll send him to a Catholic school. I'm like, what do you expect to happen when you send a child to a Catholic school? Where where they are literally institutionalized? <laughs> I I don't exactly. That's one of the that's one of the reasons Catholic schools are one of the cheapest
2: private schools. A fact which they mentioned in this episode is that they are doing it so they can
0: yeah. Uh, what's the word you used? Institutionalize. Institution. Insti- I mean inter- yeah. indoctrinate as well. But I mean that's yes. It's yeah. it, it is yeah. That's how it works. You don't pay much, but hey, your kid becomes a Catholic and they have another person. Like I don't. Yeah, it's not so... complicated, but like. Right wouldn't Marge go, oh no, like they can't even make a joke. Like you could make a joke where he goes, like Marge is like, Marge goes, how could I know that sending to a Catholic school would make him Catholic? Like that's a, it's like, you can get around it by just making a joke about it, but they don't, they just over, they just breeze right on past. Yes. So, uh bart starts to
2: ask the blessing in latin as uh i assume is as normal in a catholic school i don't know i've never been to one but i'm assuming that's the kind of thing they would do the I, entire family I, freaks I, out at this
0: I, I i i'm inclined to believe i did not go to catholic school i did go to christian school for until seventh grade but i'm inclined to believe that they you're taught it but it's not like you have you're not taught to do like you're not taught like oh this is how we do it. I think you're taught that it exists like you know I I don't I I mean I it is they're still beating him with rulers so maybe it's a relatively orthodox Catholic school I don't know true true uh but the problem with this is that Homer immediately freaks out about
2: hearing uh Bart speak in Latin and goes to pull him out of school but when Homer gets there Father Sean is at the door and says oh well we can talk about it absolutely but would you like to come in for our pancake dinner so of course. Homer's like, oh, pancake dinner? Why, yes. Yes, I would love to come in for a pancake dinner. Breakfast for dinner? Why, what a novel idea. And in the course of the dinner, uh, he begins to talk to Father Sean about uh, the limitations of being a Catholic uh, or of being a priest. And then when we want to talk about some more. He's like, oh, wait, we've got bingo. And Homer apparently loves bingo uh, but cannot remember what you say when you win. And this joke goes on for at least 30 seconds. And I didn't capture it because I don't ever want to hear it again because it's so incredibly dumb. <laughs> it is a I just to point it, out that it is
0: a who's on first type joke. Uh but not not it, it is one of those wordplay kind of jokes, you know, like, oh yep. bingo, what is that? And then but it I rolled my eyes, so I did not
2: laugh. Okay. Good. Just so long as we're on the same page. Anyway, so once this is all out of the way, uh these bad jokes, um, Homer finally gets down to talking with Father Sean about what Catholicism is really like. Uh, listen,
4: uh, is it
5: true you priest guys can't ever, you know? I'll admit the vow of celibacy is one of our sterner challenges. Celibacy? I was
4: talking about the meat on Friday thing. Man, you guys got more crazy rules than blockbuster
5: video. Well, that's true. But if you do break a rule, you can always find absolution in the sacrament of confession.
4: Wait, 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 wait. No matter what I did, no matter how many people lost their pensions, it's forgiven like that. If you truly repent, then yes. Okay, let's make some magic here. I wiped a booger on your shirt, I made a dog and a cat kiss, I swiped a bolted-down TV from a holiday inn, I coveted the wife and jaws too, I lied to a waiter, I masturbated eight billion times, and I have no plans to stop
5: masturbating in the future. <laughs> Woohoo! I'm clean! In your face, Lord! Um, uh, not quite, Mr. Simpson. I can only absolve you if you're a Catholic.
4: Right.
5: And how do I join? Do I wail on some Unitarians? Well, it's a little harder than that. It begins by looking inside yourself. Oh! But it ends with bread and wine.
2: Woo-hoo! So, uh So, to Homer, uh, introspection is a bad thing, but bread and wine are a good thing. So, on, on a whole, it's a win for him. Uh, so, he goes home to Marge, who is immediately opposed to this uh, she notices that Homer looks like he's accepted someone as his personal something, uh, which I'm, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to do in Protestantism as well. But hey, whatever. Marge's not a religious scholar. Robbie, you're sighing. Why would you sigh at this?
0: Matt. Matt. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed. Like, if you want to make an episode where Homer, well, Bart Bar- goes to, Let's. it could be any, it doesn't need to be Catholic, it could be Catholicism, it could be any, a different sect of, of Christianity. And you have Bart and Homer split off and, you know. Convert and Marge is upset. There are so many reasons why Marge could legitimately be upset about this. Absolutely.
2: Doctrinal reasons. Uh, the fact that they're split up and they will be going to the same church on Sundays, which does become a thing. That's the only legitimate concern she has. <laughs> but all the ones they come up with her to be
0: concerned about are the most. Makes me want o- to stab myself. the most offensive things. They are like, that's the thing. Like, Marge ultimately is a nice person, you know, and these are the most base stereotypical Catholic, like they, Oh, they have lots of babies and they have incense at weddings. And then they, when we get to the, the different versions of heaven thing, I cannot take it. Like there are so many good reasons. Marge can be upset about Homer deciding to be a Catholic, you know, and it could even, it could easily just be, it's not what I've always been, and so it's scary and new to me, and I'm afraid, like, yeah, exactly, and then it will split our social circle,
2: so we'll have to hang out with different people, and that way the family will be have different friends, and
0: so many reasons but and good reasons, like things that would actually happen to real people, but instead they just go to like the most stereotypical tropey, like, oh, they're going have lots of now I'm going to have lots of babies. I'm like, okay. All right, that's that's what we're doing. That's the that is what level this episode's at. It that is what you know like there's this is not like this is not Homer the Heretic where you get like kind of a a you a, an inclusive look at like oh this is what what happens with different people different religions. They can still be good people. They can still come together for their community. No, it's going to be like oh Catholics they have lots of babies. That's why I'm upset. You're like oh god. Why? Why? <sighs> It makes, like, and the thing, Matt, this makes, episode makes sense. Like, I never lose track. It never goes completely nutcase. It just is, like, n- nothing ever happens for a good reason. And it also, it just it feels like character assassination for Marge a little bit. Exactly. And it's going to get worse. Don't yeah. you worry. It's oh, going to get worse. Matt, we have not even gotten to the worst part of this episode. But, uh, one, I an, an issue that I've not brought up yet, but I will be bringing up shortly. Right. Okay.
2: So, at this point, uh, Marge has to go to church alone. And like I mentioned earlier, uh, she is without her family. Uh, Lisa's obviously a Buddhist and doesn't go to church. And now Homer and Bart are going to the Catholic Church, and the whole congregation is gossiping behind her back. So Marge, in desperation, goes to the church council, which I guess is just Reverend Lovejoy and Ned Flanders. So they go to a Stucky's,
0: and he convince her— I'm going to say it. I appreciate the Stucky's reference never been to a Stucky's, would really like to go because it looks like a great place. Yeah. You, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't okay. You, Fair, you enough. Don't Fair go, enough. You don't want to go to a, you don't want to go. I enjoy a Denny's to... from time to time. Does that help? Uh, Denny's is better. Okay. Do, have you okay. ever been, had, did did before, when they were, st- when they still existed, do you, had had you ever been to a Friendlies? Yes. Okay. It, it's like a tier below Friendlies.
2: Oh my. Okay. So no Stuckies for me. I'll just continue (laughs) keeping on, keeping on. Uh, But at this Stuckies, uh, Reverend Lovejoy and uh, Ned Flanders convince Marge that she should be even more concerned than she already is because Catholic heaven and Protestant heaven are different because, you know, every section of Christianity uh, has a a different heaven. Uh, So Marge has a a fantasy sequence uh, where uh, the Protestants are all waspy people uh, playing tennis and uh, badminton and whatnot, and all of them are white, very very white. Where in the Catholic heaven, you've got Italians and Irishes, Irish, Irish people, and uh, who are the other races? it's, it's, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, Mexican. Mexican
0: it's Mexican. I yes. would say Hispanic. It's, it's, it's not. It's, it's supposed to it's be just Mexican. Uh, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's Mexican and Latin Irish. american it's, it's 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 they're they're hitting pinatas, man. Like it's not trying to be subtle. It it, it like it is literally the most broadest, dumbest like tropia. Like this is what we and again, this is what we have. This is like none of this like this is the level they're engaging this is how the fearmongering they're gonna use on Marge is they're you're gonna go to a different heaven than your husband. And you're like, and if, like, it was presented at face value, it was really stupid, I would go, okay, that's fine. But they spent a lot of time in this stupid dream sequence. There's, like, at least a minute of Marge having this vision of being separated from her husband in the afterlife. And I'm like, 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 I'm not sure. This is the thing. I'm never sure if this is what, is this what Ned and Lovejoy honestly believe?
2: If so, I, I, I do they? Is this, are
0: are they, are they trying to fear monger Marge? Are are they like lying to her on purpose so that they will keep her and her family in the church? Or is this what they actually believe? And they are trying to tell her like, no, the truth is you don't want to, you don't want to do this because you go to a different heaven. And the problem is, Matt, both those answers are very bad answers. Because very bad
2: answers, and and it's actually the worst part is it's better than reality because in most of you know most Christian Protestant sects these days believe that if you're not in their very specific slice of Christianity you're going to hell, and at least this puts them in a type of heaven even if you're not allowed to be with anyone who's vaguely slightly different religion than you.
0: Well, this is the thing that like at least it's honest though if they say oh they go to hell at least that's like representative of a reality versus. The, the two choices here were either they're very stupid or they're they're liars. They're terrible, awful liars. And of all the things Ned is, I don't think Ned is an awful liar. I think Ned would tell you the truth. So that means Ned honestly believes that there are many different heavens for all the different religions, which is a thing that I can't buy even for a second. Ned thinks that if you're his Christian, you go to heaven. If you're not, you go to hell. Those are the choices to Ned for, in my heart of hearts. It doesn't matter. It's so stupid and terrible and lazy. It's not funny. Like it's like you. Can, if you want to do different, if you want to like go to the conceit. Oh yeah, the Protestants have different heavens and the Catholics, and like you could have different heavens for all the different religions. Like that'd be. You could really explore that idea. And do way more than just, oh, the Protestant heaven is full of waspy people, waspy white people, and the Catholic heaven is full of different, like, ethnicities, because that's all we know about Catholicism. And you're like, oh boy, all right, that's not a good joke. Be, be, do better jokes. Like, be funny, at least. You know, if you're going to do this, be funny. They are not funny.
2: Indeed. Uh, also, Reverend Lovejoy is a huge jerk throughout all of this. Uh, he's also a, a bad tipper, apparently. Uh, and mean to waitresses so we know that lover and lovejoy is not a good person
0: yeah don't the trust final... the, don't trust anyone who's mean to service your you know service no workers. they're awful people
2: get away get away they're, from them They're bad uh, yes so we see homer in his first communion class where he is a <laughs> jerk to children
0: <laughs> what well, robbie you, no no you need to be very specific about what happens here okay because it's re- it's okay. the most absurd thing homer is in a class full of children at Bart's Catholic School.
2: Yes, and he answers a question uh, based on transubstantiation uh, because the the kid behind him uh, gets it wrong or whatever, and the kid gets mad because obviously Homer has that written on his arm. On his other arm is written God equals good, Devil equals bad. Because so we know all the most important things show up on this community exam. But,
0: but like, I just it just it like it's just like is Bart. Are there a bunch of other adults in this Catholic school? I don't. Hopefully not. I don't know. It's fine. I'm just. I'm just. I don't. This is not a serious complaint because this does not care. This is only for a joke. This because this exists only in this one scene. We have see Homer in a ridiculous school outfit. That is the joke. At no point in this episode is Homer an adult man. I'm just gonna make it very clear. We do episodes for our Patreon where we've been going through the years and examining the history of character, like history of Homer as a character, and through the lens of it, how they write Homer. Is that how the show goes? You know, is it he, is he the canary in the coal mine? And the Golden Years episodes, Homer is largely he may be an idiot, he's an adult, he's an yes. adult man, with well, he has a job, adult, but. He has a job. He makes decisions that adults make. He he talks to Marge about like real life issues, about their budget, about being a proud being a proud father, being someone, being a role model for his children. He's dressed like a school child child in this in this scene. Taking a first communion class. This is not a flashback. This is not like some dream sequence. This is a thing that we're supposed to believe is actually happening. And this episode that is all about, like, I'm supposed to buy in this episode about, like, differences in religion and, and pe- people accepting each other is just the most absurd thing. And I don't know why they, why they think this is totally acceptable.
2: I, I could not tell you, Robbie.
0: I just... No, I don't. There's no answer. Like, it just doesn't. Like, and it's really frustrating when I see people think, like, think this is a really, like, really good episode and really, like, emblematic of like, oh, it really teaches you things. I'm like, this episode teaches you nothing. Whew. It's yes. got me fired so, up. That's what uh, happens, man. I've I got right. I'm a little We're fired even up. Even
2: more fired up when we uh, see what happens when Marge, Lovejoy and Flanders show up to this communion class, which is about to happen.
5: Oh, <gasps> first communion?
2: Oh, we've got to stop them now. Once they seal the deal, there's no turning back. Just like the Jews with their snippety-snip.
3: Bart, get your things. You're leaving with me. Sorry, Mom, but this is a Catholic church. Chicks don't have any authority here.
5: Mrs. Simpson, please. If there's a problem, I'm sure we can talk it over.
4: Back off, Popey LePew.
3: Marge, what are you doing here? Homer, you're physically an adult, and what you do in the privacy of your own soul is your business. But I didn't change Bart's diapers for five years to see him become a Catholic. I thought there was a monster in the potty. Let's go!
2: So, yes, at this point, Marge kidnaps Bart, uh, and uh, they they hop on the road. And thankfully, that's where I've stopped talking about
0: it because that's where we go to commercial. <laughs> Bart had. You're telling me they, this episode is trying to tell me, Matt, that Bart wore diapers until he was five years old. Really? Um, five years old. Bart wore diapers. Yep. If a five year old is wearing diapers and they're perfect and they're they're physically healthy, they you need to take like oh, I can't. Like, it that is, like, it's, like, shocking. You're like, what? Why would this, why would they include that in this episode? Um, and Marge is just kind of, like, a terrible monster. Normally, it's Homer is the problem. Homer is downright reserved in this episode. Marge is yeah. a terrible person. Oh, boy. Uh Oh, I have to talk now, don't I? Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Oh, uh, we come back from commercial. It's sixteen minutes and forty two seconds in the episode. Uh, they're driving away. It's not a. It's a mystery machine, Matt. It's not a mystery machine. Sorry, my bad. It looks like okay.
2: It looks like a mystery machine. It and does. Just, it's labeled a mystery machine.
0: It, yes, it it looks exactly like Scooby Doo's uh, mystery machine, but it says mystery machine on the side. It makes no sense. Again, it exists only for the joke. Um, they're taking Bart away and. Bart demands to be allowed to choose his own religion. He picks Judaism all of a sudden. Why? Why is this joke here? So Bart can sing Havana Gila, real fast? Havana, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, why? Okay. It doesn't make any sense. Like this whole episode's about him being Catholic, and now all of a sudden he's like, no, I'll be a Jew. Like uh, m- make a choice, guys. Like okay. Um Homer calls. Homer calls Marge. And I label I forgot this, Matt, but I labeled this clip why is Homer the voice of reason? Hello, Homer.
4: Bart, you bring Bart home now. Once you go Vatican, you can't go back again. It
3: wasn't a fair fight. Your church suckered him in with gory stories, just like we were suckered into getting Cinemax.
4: Face it, Marge, Catholics rule. We got Boston, South America, the good part of Ireland, and we're making serious inroads in Mozambique, baby. Well, I'm going to show
3: Bart that Protestants can be hip, too. How do you like those croutons?
4: Oh, why does that woman thwart my sporadic interest in my children? Shouldn't Bart and I be able to choose our own religion if we want to?
3: Strange as it sounds, Dad. I agree with you. Huh? Everyone should be able to choose their faith, just like I chose Buddhism.
5: Buddhism? (laughs) Well, I guess lots of kids have imaginary friends.
3: I'll ignore that. In fact, I'm going to help you. I have a pretty good idea where they are.
5: We can't lose Bart now that we're so close. If I do, I'll be the worst priest ever. Well, except for you know. <sighs> <sighs>
0: um, so Homer's voice of reason here, Matt, uh, where he's yep. like, "Why can't I? Can't I just pick my own religion? Uh, you're an yeah, Homer's an adult man." He should be able to pick. He, he is able to, I mean, he's able to pick his own religion. Uh, Doesn't necessarily solve any of his problems with his wife, who may have her own beliefs. Um, Ideas. Yeah. Changing, changing your religion. in like, after you've been married for a long time, it should be a kind of a discussion about, I'm going to do this now and have mutual respect. And that's not when there's uh-huh. no, no moment time for that. Okay, Matt, it's time, Matt. It's time. Oh boy. Okay. Um, the elephant in the room, uh, the, the, the Simpsons largely ignore it. So I just, I thought, well, we can largely ignore it until this moment where they decide to mention it. Um, largely it's the reason this episode should not exist that. And it's another thing that I come like Marge is terrible in this episode and it's enough for me to condemn it, but this episode is made 2005 and the many, many, many cover ups. Of sexual assault and of sexual abuse within the Catholic Church uh, was was publicly known at this point. There it was. There was a reckoning, you know, like and it's still not fixed, quote unquote. But by then, by then, we knew everyone had like it wasn't like it had been around for a long time in in like kind of in the eighties and nineties. It was kind of whispered about, but it kind of came out full force in this time period. And the Simpsons decided, the creatives decided, oh, we're going to make an episode about the Catholic Church, and we're going to have a Catholic priest be it, we're going to have a, a big guest star be our Catholic priest, and he's going to be a nice guy. And the hundreds, if not thousands of people that have been terribly hurt by all the sexual assault, one, by the assaults themselves, and then by all the cover-ups and, and hi- hiding of the abuse, are... They're just like, oh no, we make one joke about it, and then they completely ignore it all the way. And like, here's the thing, Matt. There's no way around this. There's no way you can make jokes about it. There's no way you can, can frame your episode to make it like, oh well, this priest is okay. And you're no, like, the only
2: thing you could possibly have done is to not mention it at all.
0: Either you, yeah, either you don't talk about it, or you just don't make this episode largely. I would lean towards that you don't make an episode about it well like, yeah it's so it is so like i don't know when i think of the catholic church as a non religious person guess what i think of that's bad. what i think of that's the first thing i think of i don't think about anything else that's what i think of and it's not certainly doesn't condemn all catholics it doesn't condemn all catholic priests as bad people but at that time especially it feels crazy to me that you make that joke in the middle of your episode where you have a Catholic priest go, I'm the worst priest around, except, you know, and then just like, you're like, Ugh. just sucks the air out of the room. Because I, I've seen this episode one time. I've seen this episode, completely forgotten everything in it. And when they do that joke, I'm like, I was like, Ugh. like, it's kind of like it's stunning like, I, 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 I honestly, like, I was like, Oof. like, I'm like, what, we, 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 we really? <sighs> um, it, it, it's staggering, 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 man staggering. How do you do it? That doesn't, sounds- how, why? I, you think that you're, you're being edgy
2: funny, like we said earlier, and, and you're not, you're just being I, bad.
0: It has to be, that has to be it, right? It's not, it can't be out of ignorance at this point. It's 2005. Um, it is certainly a thing that in year 2021. Wow, yeah, there's a lot of things that have not aged well in this episode. But that one, whoo boy, oh my god, it's terrible. Um, it's a like it is like a what a 10 second joke. Um, but oof boy, um, it certainly weighed heavy on my mind as I'm watching the rest of this episode. Because um, all it does is remind me, oh, like, oh, yeah, they really did cover up hundreds, if not thousands of cases of sexual assault by priests and other members of the Catholic Church. They did do that. Didn't they? For decades, they did that. Oh, wow. They did do that. And now we're, isn't this joke funny? Oh, no, no, it's not. It's not. Um, the other problem, we have another problem, Matt.
2: Another problem? Why? Is, what's that, Robbie? The
0: problem is that this episode is like, it has, like, two minutes to go. And we need to wrap it up. Maybe they should have started that instead of going over sexual abuse jokes. Everyone in that, that's, you know, it doesn't, I'm not going to, my complaint about that joke has nothing to do with about of time it takes. Um, So, Marge, Marge's solution, Marge's, you know, her, her war against the Catholic Church right now, her solution to Bart is to take him to a Protestant music festival. Where we see Pious Riot perform, which is a Christian version of Quiet Riot. Um, no, 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 it is not a Christian version.
2: It is Quiet Riot rebranding themselves as Pious Riot.
0: Oh, okay, sounds good. Um, the music doesn't work, however, Bart immediately is cool with it all because he gets to play paintball. Paintball immediately changes Bart's mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Christian the and Christ- Protestant paintball. And that is something like, okay, that, I mean, that makes sense, right? Bart is easily swayed. Paintball's fun, especially for a 10-year-old. He doesn't really care about his religion. He just wants to be engaged. Okay. But then, Matt, then everyone shows up. All the adults that have been at Father Sean, Reverend Lovejoy, Ned, Homer, all these adults show up with paintball guns of their own and point them at each other and point them at each other i'm 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 my head is bowed i can't this is not communicated over uh, audio but my head is bowed i'm rubbing my eyes and my bridge
2: of my and nose. you have a problem with this uh catholic protestant or this christian mexican standoff
0: i like why why is why are why 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 do they have paintball guns
2: because Bart was playing paintball, and Paint- so therefore they have to show up with the same thing.
0: I, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: okay, it's dumb, Robbie. Come on, we got lots of stupid stuff. To talk I, about.
0: I, okay. I just, I just, I mean, it's just like why, are, like they show up in a motorcycle and a sidecar with a paintball gun. I'm like, why do they have paintball guns? Okay, so uh, they're all angry and they're all fighting. But then, guess what, man? Guess what? Bart appeals. Appeals to everyone about their similarities And we get a happy ending
3: Easy on the zeal, Churchos I've got something to say Don't you get it? It's all Christianity, people The little stupid differences are nothing Next to the big stupid similarities
2: He's right Can't we all get together and concentrate
5: on our real enemies? Monogamous gays and stem cells? Well said, mate Put her there (laughs) My pleasure My pleasure to self, have Henry blessed.
4: Bard, you've taught us all an important lesson. We Christians have been niggling over details for far too long.
5: Amen. And I hope that from this day forward, we all learn to take Bard's message of tolerance and understanding to heart.
4: We believe that God's last prophet, Bart Simpson, preached a message of tolerance and love. We believe the Holy Bart Man preached a message of understanding and peace before he was betrayed by his follower, Millhouse, and pulled apart by snowmobiles until he died. Eat
3: our So, to be clear, man, I know it
0: seems like. This episode is over. We don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. We don't get off that easy. Uh, not quite yet. Bart makes this appeal to. Honestly, he makes the appeal to love, joy, and Father Sean and Ned. I guess I know Homer and Marge too. But he just says, "Oh, we should. These are minor, small differences. We should, you know, you know, uh, join together and all these." other the big things we agree on such as these other terrible things we do to people um the other terrible beliefs we have and i i i I am i crazy that's my first question matt am i crazy no robbie you're not crazy at how incredibly stupid this is because if they had had more time maybe
2: something that they encountered would have made them realize how common their beliefs are and say oh well, I believe this. And then the one goes, well, I believe that, too. Well, I believe this. Well, I believe that, too. And these are the really important things about Christianity rather than the little details, as they said. And then they're going to realize, well, hey, maybe it's OK that, you know, Bart and Homer are Catholic. And then they find out something about Catholicism they don't like. And boom, it their change and we're back to status quo. Because that's the kind of thing that Homer and Bart would do. That's, that's true to their characters. Uh you know, maybe they find out they have to go to church an extra an hour a week or something. I I don't know. Something dumb. But this is abrupt, and it feels like the whole point was that they had that incredibly stupid fantastical ending that I just want to punch somebody over.
0: I'm not even getting there. I'm not even ready for that, Matt. Like, the the, 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 super, the future Bart b- things. We don't uh, have to talk about it. No, it's I, dumb. <laughs> <What's this? laughs> well, here's the thing, Matt. I... Not a religious person. If you're going to, like, I'm not I'm not, not going to turn my Simpsons podcast into uh, me ranting about my beliefs about religion because it's not really topical. But I do know that this is the exact opposite way you would want to, like, this is the, like, again, this is just cynical. It's cynical and fatalistic. And like, you want to, you want to have an ending where you go, oh, that's true. Yeah. Like you said, Matt, we're sure, sure we we have minor things that we disagree on but largely we do agree on the big picture that works perfectly well that message works perfectly well it works perfectly well when that big picture is oh we want the best for people and we care about other people and we want to take care of our families and etc cetera, etc cetera. and in this situation you would think you would see something like where Bart free easy pitch where we'll use this and fix this episode in about 10 seconds where Bart Marge takes Bart to this 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 Christian festival to try and sway him back to her beliefs Bart gets in trouble Bart gets uh, put in some kind of precarious dangerous situation and we see Homer and Marge both try and save him we see both Ned we see both we see Ned we see Lovejoy we see Father Sean we see all of them work together to save Bart, because they all care about him. And that is the root of all of this. They care about Bart and they want him to be happy. And that brings them all together. They they work together to help someone directly. They don't make jokes about missionaries in Mozambique. They don't make jokes about oppressing gay people. They don't make jokes about opposing science. You have a heartfelt moment at the end of an episode where all these people who don't who are arguing and have dissension come together for a common cause but all that they do is have bart say oh isn't it true that both of these sects of christianity hate gay people and oppose science and i'm like oh well this definitely didn't make me care about this is the exact opposite thing you should be telling me
2: well yeah because it not only is it piss off uh the people you're talking about, which is a large proportion of people, uh but it makes them non-sympathetic. So you don't want any of them to, I guess, win bart's Soul or whatever. And
0: that's not what you want. You want people to root for at least some of your characters. Exactly. Like it it's not that it's all like this, it doesn't understand religion. Because honestly, I have no idea, Matt. I have no idea. I have no idea That whoever made what their intent is to say about religion in this episode because it's it is just so scattershot. Is it for religion? Is it for no religion? Like it's 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 it's, because it's so nihilistic and bitter in certain parts and edgy with edgy humor that I don't know if it honestly is like no religion is good and it's helpful or no it's bad and no one should have any. And like the reason that these two people these two religious groups get along is because they're hateful and mean. I'm like, is that what it's trying to tell me honestly? Like I don't know. I don't, I have no idea what it's saying about religion. I do know that it, I never in, at any one moment in this episode, care about the plight of these characters because they're unlikable. They, 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 they change on the whims. They're, they're, they're there's no foundation. Marge, l- literally, Marge thinks Bart's going to go to a different heaven that's full of Italian people. And that's the reason, that, that is, is literally, bad. that is literally the reason Marge is against. Catholicism. In this episode, because she thinks Bart is going to go hang out with some Italian and Irish and Mexican people in heaven. That's the reason. And I cannot, like, I I cannot understand. Like, I it feels like this episode is brain damage. Like, what happened? We haven't. I mean, and and Matt, that ending shifts directly into the far future where two sects of the Bart religion are fighting each other with robots.
4: <laughs>
0: i don't want to talk they they're robots matt they're fighting over uh, they're fighting with robots in the future like in the post-apocalypse where bart like art so here this is what happens after this episode Matt. this is what this is what that that i just want to make this clear as well Matt. this is what this future that future vision we get it's a presupposes that after this episode ends Bart continues on to be this uniter, uh, becomes and forms. They call a personality so much that he. O- there are only two religions, and they both are centered around him.
2: And they're both antithetical to Bart's teaching. That we should focus on the similarities because they are fighting over an incredibly minor thing. I. I don't. Know about, I. Um, I. You're making me
0: talk about it. Damn it! <laughs> it's just so crazy. I. I don't here I don't hate I don't hate the robot stuff because it's it's at least like so stupid that it's entertaining. Like I I it comes back around like if there was more of that like cut interspersed where there's like these robot these weird robot parts fighting, I would be like at least this is so dumb like like I it's fun. There's not like there's nothing else in this episode that does it to me. Like there's everything else in this episode makes me dislike it. That in the least that one little bit where it's just like, oh, this is so stupid. It's I can appreciate it.
2: I don't appreciate it. Let's stop talking. <laughs>
0: That's fine. We'll rank this episode at the end of the show. Sorry,
2: I thought we already determined this episode was broken and fixed it in ten seconds. But Robbie, is this episode broken? No,
4: you were right the first time with that quick fix idea.
0: Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Ah. Yes, Matt, thank you for asking. It is important. I need to we we have to uh we have to adhere to our standards, our uh, rigors of format, where you have to ask the question and I have to play a clip. Um, yeah, this episode is broken. Like, I, man, honestly, here, this is what happened. Like, honestly, for a large part of the day, I'm like, that yeah, this episode's not broken. I like, I think about it, you know. Well, after I watch the episode, I think about like, I'm, is this gonna be broken or not? And usually, it's a gut, like instant, like, no, this obviously, you know. But after, for a while, I was like, no, nah, it's not broken. It's flawed and it's not a good episode. And I certainly didn't enjoy it. But it's not broken. But talking about it with you and really thinking about it, like, yeah, it's broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I don't know. Like, I it is when I, like, look online and see people, what they have people think about this episode, like, that. I go like, am I crazy? Or it's just the people who are still watching this. Like, is it all survivorship bias at this point? Anyone still watching The Simpsons at this point have weeded all the people who don't like it have weeded themselves out? It has to be it, right? I mean, that's what I'm assuming. Okay. Um, I just told you how to fix it. Like, one, hey, stop being so edgy. Like, what is with this? Like, oh, you're not South Park, The Simpsons, and you never have been. And you're terrible at it. No, I don't really like South Park anymore. But they know what they are at all times. They understand what they are. And they know what to, they never try they never really depart from that. For good and for ill. You are not South Park. You are the Simpsons. Just be the Simpsons. The Simpsons is not so cynical. That's why the reasons I love the show so much back in the day is because it's it's at the end of the day believed in these characters and that they could be good and do the right thing for their family. Not so cynical and so bitter about everything. Guess what? You don't make jokes about sexual assault and priests. It's not funny. I cannot I cannot overstate that enough. If let's say there is a there is a joke you could technically you could theoretically write that is funny that would make that makes sense, you're not capable of it. Don't try. Um, but yeah, you got to make these people likable. You got to make it like it has. To, religion is an, a, a part of a lot of many 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 people's everyday lives. It should feel grounded and realistic. It should not. You should not have, be having visions of Marge seeing people break pinatas in heaven. Why can't we give them real problems and real, like, real situation? Like Homer could come to Marge and say, no, you know what? Maybe I, I feel more engaged going be, with Catholicism than I ever did going to listen to Reverend Lovejoy's Boring Sermons. Father Sean, like that's the whole thing about this. Father Sean is a charismatic, cool priest, right? He can convince you because he's so charismatic and go, "Oh, this is why my religion makes sense and how it can work in your life." Reverend Lovejoy is not charismatic. Reverend Lovejoy is boring. That's Drop, the whole point of his character. Bring make that front and center, like Homer is convinced, Homer and Bart both are swayed because Father Sean is so is kind because he's so tr- Charismatic, and he can go, "This is why this original can make sense in your life, and why it works for so many people, but they'd never engage with that at all. We get jokes about Homer masturbating a billion times, okay cool like we don't ever see him convert we don't see any like there's not even a moment like a momentary scene where we see them go through some of the rituals of catholicism and we get them like having a moment of like oh yeah this makes sense i like this it makes me feel good even if it is false there's none of that it's all magic it doesn't ever engage with religion as a real thing for people who are religious that is what it is it is absolutely real you can't treat it like it's make people likable don't why are we having a paintball fights at the end of the episode have a if you want to unite people you drive all these people to our common goal and it's the simplest like again matt i don't this isn't complicated nope also but i'd like this episode i don't want to not like them i want to like the episodes
2: we all do robbie we all do but unfortunately the simpsons are trying very hard
0: to make that difficult for us one more season then we get the movie matt right or is it Indeed, two more? No, it's, I think it's, two, it's two more seasons, I think, actually. I think it's after season 18, right? We decided. I think so, yes. Great. Two more seasons, then we get the movie, and then the show sort of gets better. We'll see. <laughs> that's it. See. That's it. Not a hard fix, honestly. Honestly, but my true answer is 2005, don't write an episode centered around Catholicism. Choose a different religion. Mm-hmm. That'd be my answer. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of different sects of Christianity you could pick. Or, even better, make up one. That's easy. You did it with the Lovejoys Church. Make up a different sect and make it however you want. Easy peasy. All right. Okay. We can move on, Matt, to my favorite segment. It is time for Comments from the News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments from the News Group is where Matt and I, well, mostly I, look Uh at... The .net forum and see what people thought of the episode when it came out. Uh, pull some reviews from the people. Look at the poll they run. You can still vote in the poll. You can still comment. But I usually generally pick stuff from stuff done then. Um, unsurprisingly, Matt, overwhelmingly positive. F- over 50% give this a 5 out of 5. Yep, perfect episode. Half the world believes it. Robbie, when am we going to cut this segment out? It just, it just makes us mad. <laughs> I'm about to say, Matt, this will be one of the last times um, we do this segment. We will not be doing it much longer, I promise. Um, we will also probably be revamping the listener question in some way. If you have any ideas for things we could replace it with, I have an idea myself that I probably will run with, but if anyone out there has an idea for other segments, we could do that. The same feel. Um, you can send me, t- tweet at me, email me, Patreon mem- Patreon subscribers. You can message me with your ideas. I'll probably put up a post on there anyway Just ask people what they think. But yeah, we're not going to... We're not gonna be doing this much longer, um, because it's basically the same every, every episode. Uh but yeah, fifty percent. Matt said this is a perfect episode. Five out of five. There's no nothing better. Um, pull some reviews. So I didn't. I. It was very difficult to find real negative ones. Largely, they were very positive. The first one, four point five out of five. But the ending of Bart versus Bartman bumps it up to an even five out of five. This is the anti you, Matt. Mm-hmm. This is a person that loved the ending so much they gave the score a better. They made it a better score. Yep. Um, the next review: four point seven five out of five, rounded up to five. At a certain point, like why are you mids and things like that? Cut split splitting hairs. Uh, this is the best episode of the last six seasons. The jokes about the Catholic Church were funny, but classy, such as the Bible comic book and Homer's Confessions. Real classy. Uh, the only mm-hmm. thing I didn't like was the nun. I just found her annoying. But best of all, Liam Neeson did a great job as Father Sean. Plus, the ending was well done. Not made at the last second. Classy.
2: Classy, Robbie. Classy. You, you
0: remember that joke they made about the many victims of sexual assault that the, 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 the Catholic Church has done their level-headed uh-huh. best to cover up and make sure no one ever got punished for? It? Classy. Okay. Classy joke. Classy. Next up, five out of five. Really, really good. Thought it was a worth Worthy season finale. Love the music, the religious jokes, the rats popping in into Millhouse and Bart's mouth. A lot of other really funny gags. Much better than the one before it. That'll be up. We'll decide that, man. Okay? We'll decide if this was much better than uh, Home Away from Homer. I think I, for a moment I thought it was better than Home Away from Homer. Not so sure I anymore. And then it got worse. No, I'm not so sure anymore. Uh, last review. This one's a little more negative. I didn't think this episode was that great, to tell you the truth. I thought it would just be average. Besides a few parts, the scenes in heaven, for example, didn't really find it overly funny either. Oh, so they liked the they liked the scenes in heaven. They thought those were funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to join the minority of people who didn't go nuts over this episode. Three out of five. <sighs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you have to laugh, Matt. All right.
2: You do. You do. Or you, do, or you, you just sigh and
0: move on to something else. Fair enough. Um, speaking of moving on to something else, Matt, <laughs> we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the Lister Question of the Week.
3: Let's try
4: one more
0: number. <gasps> Yellow?
3: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener.
0: Yellow? Our your Question of the Week this week is what is your favorite episode after season 10? So, from seasons 11 through 32, what's your favorite episode? Hmm. lots of great answers uh take it away yeah. all right
2: first up is lauren homer or home however you want to pronounce it it's a relatively unique concept making homer smarter and seeing how he relates to his family and friends this episode is issued but it's still one of those heartwarming post golden years episodes homer i'm taking the coward's way out but before i do i just wanted to say that being smart made me appreciate just how amazing you are Uh, note to mr robbie as a fellow texan i was glad to hear you had
0: power on friday i hope you your wife and your kitties are all okay thank you lauren we are they were okay we're it's it's really that matt okay one just because i'm able to record does not mean i'm okay (laughs) i want to make that very clear generally the simpsons recording the show lately has made me so significantly worse but Life is back to normal, which is very strange because last week some parts of it felt like we were living in the apocalypse.
2: Hmm. Yeah, we well, you know with all those wind turbines freezing up, that's that's definitely what happened.
0: No, they don't Going have on. they don't have turbines in the in cold places anywhere. You know that? No. Never. No, no. It's, no. it's
2: definitely not the fact that Texas cut off its electric grid from everyone else and couldn't buy enough power. No, it's definitely not that. From Jacob, this is a difficult answer, but it basically boils down in my mind to a contest between Halloween of Horror and the Hateful Eight-Year-Olds. Halloween of Horror has good writing along with the emotional punch of a classic Simpsons episode. I really like when the writers treat Barton and Lisa like their actual ages, and I can forgive the fact that we've never heard of Tayley until this episode. I must also confess my love for the Hateful Eight-Year-Olds. It's a purely subjective love, and I don't like the B-plot, but I really enjoy the A-plot, find it relatable on several levels, and immense enjoy the three guest voices. They did great work, and I find their quotes to be memorable. Alex... Oh, sorry. Uh, Next up, from Alex. Time between Homer and Trilogy of Air. Both are refreshing, fun, and creative. Uh, From Matthew. The book job. I admit it's partly just from having Neil Gaiman as the guest star, but this episode did a lot right. An open that quickly moves into the plot, A and B plots that dovetail together logically, good use of a guest star, some fun parody, and funny jokes, and while it's cartoony, is it internally consistent in a way that classic cartoony episodes like You Only Move Twice are? 100% agree. Uh, from Derek. I've seen it said that Trilogy of Error is only held in high regard due to its gimmick, but I really disagree. I think it's an excellent episode that's so well-crafted, and has enough classic Simpsons humor to elevate it beyond its initial conceit. The episode doesn't waste a second. It's engaging and funny, but the jokes are always tied to the plot and pushing the story forwards. It couldn't have been the easiest episode to put together, and there was obvious effort put into it at a time when lazy writing abounded. I wouldn't actually call this good for season 12. For me, this episode could easily slip in with the classics and wouldn't stick out like a sore thumb. Or severed thumb. Sorry, that was terrible. Terrible, but...
0: I'm... It's not bad. Makes sense. You know?
2: Yeah. Uh, From Tim, I have to go with Trilogy of Error, as it is the rare post-Golden Years episode that combined a quality idea with quality execution. Plus, we get the snagger from Dr. Nick. Inflammable means flammable. What the country? Uh, From Benjamin, I'll go with Brick Like Me. It easily could have only been a gimmick, but was surprisingly well done and coherent. Uh, From Matt, without doing too much investigation, I'll go with Trilogy of Error. It's very solid with many uh, chuckle moments. Uh, From Hoffa, Saddleback Galacta is my favorite post ten episode. I know you hate the elves, but it has a lot of funny parts. There's Homer yelling at BTO, the state unfair, the announcer and Slick Willie Clinton sure putting elves in garbage bags is stupid, but if you ignore that, it's quite hilarious.
0: I'm at energy journal. I'm, I'm going to say Matt that as the time goes by, I'm I'm kind of i nah, I don't mind Sword Sword from, Gal- know, I, I I honestly like Saddleback like. I think I'll come back to this. Househog Galacta. Furious D, the horse, sure, it's a cartoon horse, but it's a character. Furious D has a character and an arc. Yeah. That's something. More than anything in this episode.
2: Oh, very, very true.
0: So, uh, from at Energy Turtle, Skinner's sense of snow. Included it just
2: That's because it. Uh, I, I heard snow. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: Matt Tyler TMC. worst episode ever is a secret banger. Great B story. Nice concept of the boys taking over the store. Shame the very Andy with a chomped Pissed on it all, but overall, a good recommend. Four out of five. Uh, from Matt, El Columbia 88 EIEI Annoyed Grunt. The science isn't sound, but the glove slapping and it's tobacco tasting like grandma can always make me laugh. Absolutely agree. Uh, from Matt, Capsule Treasure, the seemingly never-ending story is one I always find myself coming back to. I love the interwoven characters, interwoven chaotic stories. It's a fresh take on the three-story structured episodes. Great use of character pairs we, we never see or rarely see. Burns and Rich Texan, Mo and Edna, Burns and Lisa. I'm not sure I remember that episode, Robbie, do you? I do not. That is one I've never seen. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So look it up. Uh, from Matt Vivola, 13, Halloween of Horror and a Totally Fun Thing that Bart Will Never Do Again are the two greatest episodes The Simpsons had done in years. Both had the heart and humor of classic episodes. Uh, from Matt Wastecast, Hungry Hungry Homer and Trilogy of Error are post-golden classics to me. I know there are some others, but those are the first that come to mind. From Hippie two hundred, Homer because it makes sense. That's all I ask for Simpsons episodes after season ten. Sad, I know. And finally, from yes, Darren, the president who wore pearls just barely over trilogy of errors, Both are classic season six. Good,
0: Robbie. What's your opinion? Um, I, I, you know, I, uh, I have a soft spot for Mom and Pop Art, which I think is after season ten. But I'm actually going to pick Halloween of Horror, um, because it is, it is a episode uh, i think it represents what i really want from the simpsons in post golden years you know where i i i want them to stay simple you know and and but at the same time it, it kind of represents them departing from their traditions because they make an episode that oh it's a halloween episode but it's not true a horror episode and you're like well yeah that's what they should be doing in season 30 you know they should be making they should be going like well what are we what's a, a thing we haven't done that makes but why haven't we done it and that, like, oh, yeah, just an episode where it's just a Halloween episode, but it's not a Treehouse of Horror episode. Okay, but it is a relatively simple episode about that, you know, based in character. I think that's what the show can still do, and it doesn't necessarily need to be anything more than that. It doesn't need to compare itself to necessarily The Golden Years. It can still achieve that without having to be have that context. Um, what's your answer, Matt? Uh,
2: My answer is probably going to be the book job uh, just because I am an absolute sucker for a heist. I love Neil Gaiman. And even if some of the characters in that episode are just not really themselves, it's just very well executed,
0: very much like a heist movie. And I love heist movies. So that's what I got to go with. I'll refrain from making comments about Neil Gaiman.
2: Uh, I'll
0: be be, I know I'll be a civil man Uh, next week's question what is your favorite episode ever? You had a variations of favorite episodes throughout this entire season. The last question we're going to ask for season 16 is what is your favorite episode of all time? Your favorite episode ever for whatever reason, I'll post this question on our Twitter at Simpson show pod. You can email us at Simpson show pod at gmail.com and then post on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the Simpson show. I post that publicly on Patreon. So you don't have to be uh, a supporter if you don't, want to you can still look out and see it um we can move on to our next segment it's time for the no google trivia challenge
4: i am too smart i am too smart S-M-R-T. I mean
0: s-m-a-r-r-t the no Google trivia challenge is where matt and i each challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy one medium and one hard and try and stump the other i have a three point lead mm-hmm. going into our last competition for the season Father, the Son, and the Holy Guest Star is the name of this episode. You ready for an easy question, Matt? I suppose. What, what's that? What? What's that? What is that? You're, what's that sad? I hear.
2: I t- mean, I'm going to have to do really well, so I guess we'll see. Matt,
0: I, I want you to, I, okay, here we're going to pause for one moment, Matt. I want you to just Ugh. feel that feeling, all right? Mm-hmm. R- really focus in on it. Mm-hmm. Now imagine that feeling that all the time. I mean, yeah. Because that's how I feel most of the time. Okay? I just want you to understand <laughs> it. Your easy question. Lisa begins following what religion in she of little faith? I believe that is Buddhism. That is correct. All right. Your questions this week are all from
2: Sweets and Sour Marge. Oh, God. hmm So, what Duff Book of World Records record is Springfield trying to break in Sweets and Sour Marge? They're trying
0: to break? Or did they yes. do break? They're trying to break. Uh, they're trying to break uh world's largest human pyramid or tallest human pyramid, one of the two. Wow.
2: Okay, okay. I feared you would get it, but not that quick. Alright, I thought you might have to think. And they You're correct.
0: And they broke the world record they broke was world's fattest town. That's right. Uh your medium question, Matt. What brand of model rocket does Bart buy in she of Little Faith? Uh okay. That'll Woof. Wolf. wolf. Mm.
2: See, she knows the answer, and she's trying to tell me. I believe it is... Ty knows the answer.
0: Yeah. Come on, come on
2: Matt. Uh, I don't know. LaunchCast. <laughs> I don't know. It is, it is. I know it has amazing yaw control.
0: Uh, see, that's the thing. You know the commercial, but you can't remember the name. It's Orbit King is the name. That's right. Orbit King. Okay. Uh, what is the name of
2: the CEO of the sugar company in Sweets and Sour Marge? Uh, Garth Motherlovin'? Yeah, yeah, okay, well, I I have now mathematically lost.
0: <laughs> no, come on, Matt, you can still win, maybe, uh, right?
2: I cannot, no.
0: Oh, no, See, but you have pride, don't you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You have pride. See, now you understand, this is how I feel all the time. Uh-huh. Don't you know? This is how it feels. Get on with it already. <laughs> <laughs> You're... Well, Matt, I'm gonna, like I said, uh, last, in our last episode, I am trying to play, I'm playing a little bit of prevent defense. Uh, mm. your hard question is what is homer's credit card number what <laughs> it's spoken aloud
2: i i i refuse to even answer because that's a
0: ridiculous bart knows the answer uh, by memory you. so does lisa they've memorized so lisa. it yes i know but i definitely do not it is five seven eight four three six five three four three three one zero seven zero nine you're an insane person all right
2: your hard question who is the team that goes to bring sugar back to springfield and where do they go the what
0: what happened what's the where question they go
2: at the end to get to bring sugar back to springfield where do they go where
0: do they go to get sugar
2: and who is on that team
0: yes team there's a team yeah there's a team <laughs> uh i don't i know that they crash the boat and there's who loves short shorts plays again um I think is that what happens in that episode? At the very end, they, they play who loves short shorts again. Yep. Um, I have no idea, Matt. I don't remember that. Like literally, I cannot remember that happening. Okay. Uh, it is Burns, Homer, Apu, Bart, Count Fudgela, and they go to the Island
2: of San Glucos. Do we actually see that happen? Yes, we do. Really? There's surprise Count Fudgela is there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you? You're making this up. This can't be real. Robbie, why would I make it up? I don't know,
0: for fun. Because <laughs> there was no chance of me winning, apparently. I mean, you're the one asking me, like, you know, questions about Garth Motherlovin', voiced by Ben Stiller. Yeah. So, da da I'm the winner! Yeah! Woo! Woo-woo-woo-woo! <laughs> Let me have some joy, Matt. Have your joy. Just hurry up because I'm hungry. I <sighs> am also hungry, so that's a good point. Uh, I win this season. It has. It's been a long time since my lone victory. Uh, I will 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 do the same thing we've always been doing, or not always been doing lately. And I will pick a charity um, to highlight, and Matt will donate to them with his many many dollars. Yes, swimming in many many swimming in dollars. Swimming in mo- is Super Bowl money. Mm-hmm. You 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 get some extra money because the t- the Tampa won, right?
2: Yes, exactly. We all got paid extra because the home team won.
0: Yes. That's how that works, right? Mm-hmm. Tom Brady slipped you a twenty.
2: Tom Brady could have slipped everyone in that stadium hundreds of dollars and still been rich as hell, but
0: no, he did not. Do that. Uh, that heel. Uh we can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever best episode ever is part of the show where matt and i rank the episodes categorically so you watch them chronologically eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are (sighs) well robbie
2: how low do jokes about
0: pedophilia go (laughs) oh real low man they go real low that's real low that's where they go real low this is uh it's what I at first I'm like, oh, this episode like feels coherent compared to many of our recent episodes. But then I really now I talk about it with you and I thought about it. And that joke is in there where they kind of downplay, you know, many, many terrible, awful crimes um, that have hurt many, many people. And I go, oh, this is a bad idea for an episode. They should have never made it. Uh, it's not even well executed for what it is. I did not laugh. Really, at any point in the episode, I would absolutely rather watch last week's episode, even better, more again than I would watch this one again. Um, Which is "Home Away from Homer," which is new. Which is three fourteen on our list. Uh, Lowest on the list right now is "Codependency," which is three thirty five. I wouldn't put it quite quite that low, Um, but it's it's down there. Um, Maybe this might be a surprise. I don't know. Some people might be expecting us to rate this higher, Um, but I don't know. I really. There's a, I have a lot of hatred in this from in for this episode in my heart like my heart is filled with hatred for it, um it, I want to punish it somehow but I can't really do that and the only way I can is kind of like putting it low on our list I'm gonna say Matt I'm gonna say looking at this list I I would put this below the frying game, you know I'm I'm down there with
2: you I mean this is really bad and I mean it it starts out being a pointless episode. That is just a little bit offensive. But then then that joke uh, makes it worse. I mean, I could have put it up around, I don't know, Molly Beers or Homer and Med, Ned's Hail Mary Pass. Uh, so at least, you know, 10 spots higher. But because they chose to joke about that uh, and and the outcome of their joke was just people looking around going, oh, oh yeah, that's 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 bad. And then well, they move on. Uh,
0: no, I'm with you. No, it's, it's not really it's not even that they chose to joke about him. I think that joke just kind of reveals the fact that, oh yeah, they made an episode in 2005 about a Catholic priest who's a good guy. And it feels very much, do I think this was their intent? Not necessarily, but it does feel very much like, oh, well it's okay. This Catholic priest is all right. Don't worry about the rest of them. And you're like, are you trying to, is this like, it feels at a certain point, like they're trying to like, it like become part of the up. And you're like, I don't like that. It makes me feel real bad inside. Um, I don't know. See, that, that, that'd be why the solution is not make this episode. Honestly. Like, it's just like Or choose a different religion that's not Catholicism. It doesn't need to be Catholicism. There's literally nothing in this episode. Like They would just choose a different religion to make bad jokes about. Honestly. Different sect of Christianity. There's many other ones you could pick. Or make one up, like we said. Um, I think this is worse than old Yellerbelly, which is right below the frying game. Um right below, is, right below that is Bart Mangled Banner. We're getting there. We're this is close. Yeah,
2: what is the Heartbroke Kid
0: about? Heartbroke Kid is that is Oh, that's the Fat Camp one. Oh wow. I really don't like Whoa. that one. I really don't like that one, Matt. Um we're in this this is the I thought
2: I put this one right below Bart Mangled Banner and right above Heartbroke Kid, although honestly I could go either way on better or worse than Heartbreak Kid, but I definitely think Google Guy Pan is worse.
0: No, Google Guy, Google Guy Pan is absolutely worse than this. Um, I, but Bart Mangled Banner and the heartbroke Kid very comparable. I feel the same way about the, they're both like mismanaged, like weird perspective on like Bart Mangled Banner is like, oh, it's about nationalism and like very racist. Heartbroke Kid is like, oh, like it's about fat camp and we gotta make feel Bart feel bad because he gain weight as a 10 year old it's like these very weird like why on earth would you center an episode around this um so you'd say below bart mangled banner but above heartbroke kid that's what i would say yes Hmm. hmm. i think it is better i agree with you it's better than heartbroke kid I'm, I'm debating if it's better than bart mangled banner i'm gonna make sure that i'm getting bart mangled banner correct bart mangled <laughs> I'm getting the right i'm thinking of the right episode yeah that's the government knows best act and the ron reagan reeducation center yep mm-hmm. i think i'm with you i think that's a good spot i think that's a good spot for it so three new number new a new number 329 on our list the father the son and the holy guest star why is the title so long why, Fantastic question. why do they think they're so funny with their titles? Um, maybe if I didn't have to type them all out, I wouldn't feel so strongly about them. But, <laughs> but I absolutely do. Think their titles should not ever be that long. Um, but that is right below Bart Mangle Banner, right above the Heartbroke Kid. New number one thirty eight in our post golden years ranking, Matt. We have an important question and answer though before we can go. And that question is do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? The
3: cannon!
0: hey hey matt mm-hmm. fire the cannon and hey, you don't need to deliberate right on that no no get rid of it that, 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 that's easy enough um hey matt all right all right so now we're moving up We that's no of course not no it's probably not but can I keep the keep get, get that out of here forever goodbye um our next, our, we have, we're moving back up to the top of the list, working our way down. We're at number forty, which is Mountain of Madness.
2: Oh, that's definitely got to stay. That is a great Homer Burns episode.
0: I love Mountain Madness. Mountain of Madness is great. Love it. It's part of the canon. We're gonna keep that canonical. That stuff happens. They have hallucinations in the in the in, the, in this cabin, and there's a a rocket cabin. They'll, that's okay. Rocket House. Bless all those who live within the, the rocket
2: the, house and all who dwell within the rocket.
0: All who dwell within the rocket house. Is that okay, Matt? That's a little cartoony, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I'm just, you know, I just like to bring up the the arguments. It is a little cartoony there. I think mountain of madness is a little is,
2: bit, but it's the kind of thing that could happen and the consequences of that cartooniness are real.
0: And it's funny. I'm going to say that too. I think a lot of time, if the cartoonishness works and makes it a funny joke, and there's really clever writing around that cartoonishness, I don't care. You know, like we just said, "Bless those who bless this rocket house and all who dwell within the rocket house." Hilarious, great line. And I don't know the fact that they just have a long conversation about sitting. Can appreciate Can it is. appreciate that. Um, so that's uh, a yes. It obviously part of the canon amount of madness. lovely, lovely episode. Uh, You can find this list on our website. It is thesimpsonshow.com. It has links to everything, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, link to our Patreon if you want to help out the show uh, and support us there. We'd really appreciate you. I think that'll do it for us today. You can find me on the internet, at Robbie Dorman on Twitter, and RobbieDorman.com is my website where you can purchase all my Horror novels and see all my podcasts. My newest novel, you've probably heard a promo for it. The very beginning of this thing, but I'm gonna say it again. Regrowth comes out March 21st. You can pre-order it now. It's a suspense horror story about a scientist researching limb regeneration in underground underground lab run by the world's the world's richest man with the earth on the brink of collapse. It's great for fans of body horror and Michael Crichton. If you like one or both of those things, you'll love my book. Uh, you can go pre-order it now. I really appreciate it. Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. That's true. Uh, This week, I'm just going to say, buy Robbie's book. It's really good. I have read it. Uh, It is it's fantastic.
2: It is generally a quick read that will give you some very interesting questions to ask the
0: people around you. Like, why does your arm look like that?
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Thank you, buddy, This was, uh... <laughs>